0: Happy Monday, everyone. I am here with you all to talk about small business banking one on one. So if you are an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a nonprofit, or your person that is thinking about becoming any of these things, then this is the broadcast for you. Because I, there's just been so many things that I have experienced over the last two and a half years during COVID uh becoming a funding expert that i realized that so many of you all out there don't understand some of the basics what the basic foundational information that has to do with banking and what you need and what you know what funders are looking for and the opportunities that you all are potentially missing on because you don't understand business banking so i'm going to be focusing on the key things challenges that i've seen um, across the the last two and a half years i'm going to focus on that for today's uh live broadcast if you have questions again put them in the comments let put them in the comments I'll try to get to them if I don't get to them live as always I'll follow up after the show if you are new to she boss talk welcome let us know who you are where you're hailing from and what your business is what business you want to start uh and also what phase of your business that you're in uh because I have worked with thousands of small businesses uh again over the last two and a half years on COVID relief programs grants loans lines of credit uh, you grants, uh, you name it. And I just see some recurring uh, challenges that I continue to see and business owners not understanding why they're missing out on opportunities or why they're getting denied loans or lines of credit. So I want you to understand how important small business banking is because I don't think a lot of small business owners out there really understand because I'm saying some of the same things now that I said back in 2020 when I said, okay, now here are all these programs that's being made available. We are unprecedented times, meaning what? That there are unprecedented opportunities being made available to us. But so many, so many businesses have missed out on all of these opportunities and a big part of why they're missing out is their bank their banking and their bank accounts so that's what i'm going to be talking about uh today you will find resources as you need them in the description uh, of this video i will also drop them in the comments so this is the first in a series of lives that i will be doing uh we're also going to be launching Uh, classes uh, master classes courses and digital products because there's such a need in this area and there's not a lot of conversations on this topic i mean you know if you go to youtube you'll see you know you'll see videos on what's the best bank account to get but that's about it i mean you need to know more than what's the best bank account you know to sign up for or who's going to give you the cheapest uh fees for your bank account it really goes much further um than that. Okay, so want to get to want to make sure that I'm giving um, going I'm going over the right things that I want to talk about here today. Hopefully, um, I get it up here. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about is banking as a as a business and making sure you have the right type of accounts so what are the right type of accounts so many of you all are still operating doing meaning you're you're conducting transactions business transactions in a personal account meaning that it is dedicated for you and your personal transactions where you pay your personal bills or maybe you have a job and your w-2 income is going into uh that bank into that bank account that is a personal bank account so if you are running a business, I don't care what stage of business you're in if you just started. You need to be you need to have your business set up in a business bank account. What does that mean? That means that your bank account is set up in your business name. Okay? And it is linked to your uh, into your um, your EIN number, which is your employer identification number, which is also referred to as your business tax ID number. This is the equivalent of your social security number uh, for your business, and it follows your business for the life of your business. Okay? And so we, we need to have these bank accounts set up. It is so important to do this because this is going... Not having your bank accounts properly set up is going to cost you uh, many opportunities, okay? So it's not just not having your uh, doing business in your personal account. It's also commingling your business and your personal finances, right? So even if you are one that's right now, you know, doing transactions in your personal account, let me know in in the comments. Put personal. Uh, in the comments if you are currently uh, running your business this is if you are, i'm talking if you're a gig worker freelancer if you consider yourself a 1099 self-employed entrepreneur small business nonprofit all of those categories is considered a business you're not an employee okay so that is business income and business expenses that you're running in, uh, out of your personal account meaning When you're doing that, you're commingling it with other uh, personal transactions, and it's very difficult for you or anyone else to, to determine how you're functioning in your business financially. Likewise, there's many of you all, you have a business bank account, but you're commingling, right? So you are conducting personal transactions that you should only reserve for your personal business account, a person your personal account and you're doing that in your business account so there again there's no distinguish there's nothing distinguishing between what is specifically happening for your business as far as revenues and expenses versus what is happening in your personal life as far as your your uh, personal transactions and so that will be uh, that will present a lot of challenges for you it presents a lot of risk for you as well as a small business owner give me just a second here i want to make sure i have the right the right thing up. here we go here we go okay so we so we want to be clear on that so let me know in the comments who has a business account in your business name with the ein number say business in the comments let me know if you have a business bank account but business in the comments and so, some I've spoken again to many people. Um, I see this across the board for profits and nonprofits. Right, they're funding their business. Right, so it, funding your nonprofit. So you're pulling money from your personal and putting it into the uh, to your nonprofit business account uh, so that you can meet the needs of the business. I, I mean, we've all been there, so I get it. But you cannot stay there. That has to stop. Okay, that has to stop. Reserve your personal for personal reserve your business for business account business, okay the next thing I want to talk about is These fintech companies PayPal Square cash app Venmo virtual wallets These are not bank accounts. You need a business checking you can have a business savings as well You need a business checking account Okay, cash App, PayPal Venmo virtual wallets are not going to work as a business bank account. They're not business bank accounts. Square too. I mean they have they have a new bank account, but there have been problems with those bank accounts. I do not ever recommend Cash App. If you're going to have or use Cash App paypal i have i've been with paypal since i started business which has been over eight years okay and i recently established a venmo account if you have any of these accounts you want to make sure that you are using the business account of cash app paypal venmo and what other wallets that you are using whatever other fintech apps that you're using and that they are linked to your business bank account so meaning that you are not just holding that money in your cash up account that that's going into your business account you're not just holding it in your paypal account and you're you're pushing that money moving that money into a real business checking account no one looks at if, the, if you provide a paypal statement that is not considered a bank statement okay so you can use it for transactional purposes, a lot of purposes, but that is not a replacement for your business bank account. Also, you don't have, while you're using these personal apps and you're not using the business feature, right? Trying to save, you know, money on fees when you're really hurting yourself by not being able to take the deductions, right? And there's, not, there's no protection for you as the business owner using Cash App, right? doing transaction you can go get square go get square owns cash app right go get a square um and you can pull down the app and take credit card payments and all of that and link it to your business bank account let's stop using cash app set it up for business right use paypal link it so all of my paypal accounts are linked to my business checking accounts Okay, so that's how we keep track of them. Uh, That's really important because there's so many businesses still. How many of you are using Cash App? Or Cash Only? Or even if you're Cash Only and you're not using a bank account, how are you tracking your finances as a business? How How do you even know how much money you made? Because you're just taking cash and spending it, where? I mean, it's not going into any bank account where you can actually track what you're doing right so i know a lot of businesses like that as well so if you're just cash only or using these apps only and it's not being transferred into a business bank account it is time to start today and make it happen let's open up those business bank accounts this is this is banking one-on-one we are going back to the basics because i've i've met with talk with try to help Businesses that are just starting out, concept phase, they or one year and 10 years. And I know businesses in business for 10 years, they're making really good money and they're still running it out of a business bank account or a cash app or cash as a business. So again, that does not help you as far as being seen in the eyes of the people that matter that you want to do business with or partner with or have opportunities from is does not look well for you as as far as you trying to set yourself up and be recognized as a reputable business as a legitimate business because these are they're going to your bank banking information your bank statements are regularly asked for i know mine are all the time every month there's someone that wants to see my bank statements whether it's something i'm applying for or something um i'm trying to get access to like right now we're working on our ohio certification there are grants i apply for every single week i apply for a line of credit i apply for a loan and every single time they want to see my bank statements so that tells you how important it is to have a bank statement okay so let's talk about the importance of it so i just mentioned it but let's go again a little deeper so when you're talking about you're trying to go after a contract you have a contract opportunity and they're looking at you as as the business owner and your ability to meet the uh requirements and the demands and deliver and they're looking they're asking for your business information including like past invoices contracts bank records bank records is what they're asking for because your banking your banking information tells a lot about your business the health of your business how you're operating in your business it it shows them about how your cash flow so it gives them a lot of information that they want to see to determine if you are a viable business or if it's risky if it's a risk to, to, to bet on you to be to do, do a contract with or to become a partner with right so they're looking for financial stability right so if you are financially unstable or they can't even tell if you're financially stable or not because you're lacking proper banking uh etiquette right or banking transactions uh well then that means that you will forfeit that type of an opportunity likewise getting access to loans lines of credits and grants are always they're almost always i would say 99 of the time they're asking you right for a bank statement or bank statements i've seen them ask for up to six months just depending on who who's asking and why they're asking for your bank statements because they want to see the history of transactions it's not enough to be able to say, okay, I have one transaction that I'm gonna, one bank statement that I'm gonna show you. They want to see a history of your banking activity again because it's is giving them information they need to make a knowledgeable decision on if they are going to work with you, partner with you, give you that contract, give you, take a risk and give you, loan you money, thousands of dollars, or give you a grant that's thousands of dollars. Like, why should they give it to a business? that has not made a decision to take their own business seriously or has not made a decision to go set up a business account which is so easy to set up it literally may take like 30 minutes to set up a business bank account right you need your articles of incorporation and your EIN number and your driver's license in most cases and in most cases, you need you don't even need to put any money in the account. And if you do, it may be like twenty five or fifty, depending on the type of account that you are um, that you are opening, right? Uh, but the accounts that I have, it, it requires zero. Although every single time I open them, I made a deposit. I did not have to, so that is not um, like a barrier for you to have an opportunity to open up a business bank account. Um, Another reason is for you to be able to take proper deductions. You know, everybody we want and we are entitled to as a small business owner, uh, many, many, many deductions in our business for expenses, regular expenses, business expenses uh, that we pay in our business that we can get deducted. Right. But you have to have proof. You know, I used to do taxes and I got out of it because people just, they just wouldn't do, the, the they just would not do what they needed to do to make sure that we can verify the, the deductions that they were claiming, right? So it's not enough to claim deductions. You have to be able to verify those deductions are accurate, right? You or whoever is doing your taxes, your financial person, your bookkeeper, or your, your, um, your accountant, needs that information to be able to validate right and the irs right so many business owners get into trouble compliance issues because of their lack of ba- ba- again basic business knowledge and not using a bank account and commingling uh and doing all of these different things Then, when the irs or the state or the city whoever comes calling to audit you then you're not prepared And it can be very costly if you are not prepared and you cannot substantiate your business and your business activity That you have reported to government entities So know that again, this is very important uh, that you that we make it a priority to Get our business banking together that we're doing the right things in our business so that we we are we re- we are reflected as the ceo as we are and there's just a certain Expectation that comes with being the ceo or boss or of your business or the uh, The direct the you know executive director of your nonprofit organization. You have to have your business banking uh, in order so another thing that I want to mention um, as well is having um, one main account in of, for your business not that you can't have other accounts business accounts but having one main account one of the problems that I've seen with business owners not being able to get funding so they're applying for loans or advances or line of credits right any type of lending product is that they cannot verify that they're actually making the money that they are making right so saying for an example you're bringing in $15,000 a month. So you meet the requirement, right? Technically, right? You meet the requirement, but because you don't have your all your funds coming into one main account instead, they're going into five different accounts. And so the the these funders are only going to look at up to two accounts, if that. So they're looking at one or two accounts. They're not looking at five different accounts to determine how much you're making in your business. So you're spreading out all your money instead of making sure that the revenues that you're bringing into your business, it goes into one main account. Now, yes, you pay bills or you have money that's moving. You want to reserve for your, your federal and your state taxes. Then the money, the revenues come in and then you set up other bank accounts, right? Checking accounts to move those funds in right so like we have a separate account for our grant programs we have a separate account we may have a separate account for our taxes we may have a separate account for payroll but we don't get the revenues and split them split them all up before they hit the main bank account so that's where business owners get um in trouble and they're not able to get funding is because what it really looks like is that you only have a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars coming into your bank account when, in actuality, you have fifteen thousand, and no one is giving out any lending products to anyone that's making only a thousand dollars a month in their a month in revenue. Nobody. I mean, the lower we we help those that are earning or bringing in revenues of at least three thousand dollars a month, but I'm trying to let you see what it is that the funders are looking at as far as your bank account and why some of you are are not getting funded okay and you're missing out on these opportunities you can also with your bank accounts this i did i explained this when ppp was out and they and we you know they said that you know we could those that you know were sole proprietors we didn't have employees right we can Use all of our money towards owner draw for ourselves, right? We can distribute it to ourselves and people didn't understand how to distribute Distribute money to themselves, right? So if you have a bank account and it it should have online banking There are features that your bank account should have and one of them is a bill pay Where you can pay other people through bill pay you can set it up on one-time payment recurring payment You can pay yourself through bill pay. I do that, right? Or there's another feature called transfers, right? You can transfer money from your account to another one of your accounts or to someone else's account. So those are two online features where you can distribute monies from one account, your main account, to other accounts and pay bills, right? Or pay uh, payroll, who, whatever it is that you need to pay, you can pay them out uh, in in that manner. So you want to have one main account again, and sub accounts, second or sub accounts or secondary accounts uh, for your business. So I know, I think it was last month I went and opened up two additional uh, checking accounts. Uh, You can have more than one bank, right? Banking uh, bank, right? So I I bank with Huntington. I also bank with uh, a credit union and a a black-owned credit union, but I have one main account. So if anything I'm applying for and they want to know, what is my business doing? They can see it by looking at one or two accounts. Okay. So let's talk about really quickly on where to bank. Okay. So I always recommend that you start with where you're already banking. Where do you personally bank? Right. Start there. Where's your personal bank account? See if they have business bank accounts where you can open it there. Right. Uh, you know if your bank is good and is treating you well and it's convenient You can get to it and access it uh, and they have great uh, features and programs You don't need to go anywhere else to open up your bank account start with where you are pick up the phone schedule an appointment Ask them. What do you need to do? Do they offer business bank accounts? You know, what do you need to do or have in order to open up a business bank account with them? okay I would also recommend that you uh, open your accounts. This is your main account. Okay. With a regionally, nationally, or internationally recognized bank. Okay. Don't, please don't use these new banks. These new online banks is your main bank. People are, people are missing out. They're not getting funded because the, those banks don't have the features that you need that traditional banks have. Right. When you talk about traditional banks like U.S. Bank, PNC, um, Huntington is like a regional bank. I bank with Huntington it's the community banks, um, you know, maybe Wells Fargo, Chase. These are well-known banks. And where, whether you decide on regional, national, international, you can have all the above. Right. But look at your business, your business model, your business transactions. So just think about if you're doing international business or you're doing international travels, and your bank is not an international bank which means that you can't you cannot do international business transactions so you want you don't want to limit yourself to a regional bank that does not meet the need of your business when you need an international bank you don't need to be stuck overseas like if you're doing or not be able to get uh get payments and or pay people because it does not allow for international transactions So these are questions that you need to be asking your bank to see what it is that they have, what it is that you need, what is going to be the best fit uh, for your business. Um, I see too many people with these newer banks. There's a lot of new banks coming out. That's great. But they're they're so new that I wouldn't risk it. And then they may not have, again, all of the features uh, that you need. They're not well recognized so when you're going to get funding and they're looking they're trying to link to your bank account which we'll talk about they're looking at your bank statements uh it it may be challenging for you to be able to get funding i mean we saw that i saw that with ppp i saw it with idle i saw it with the pandemic unemployment i saw it with the restaurant revitalization fund i saw it with the the uh, shutter venue op- operators venue fund. fund. i've seen it with all of these programs and more the struggles even today someone just messaged me about uh idol and that they had a banking issue uh for the since january and can they still get their their money when the, the the sba has already closed up shop i mean they closed up shop they they ran out of funding and closed the portals and we're still asking at this point can we still get our money when we did not check to make sure we had a proper bank account in the beginning and so a lot of people got stuck in that process you got the funds and your bank sent it back these are some of the reasons why that happens okay uh outside of you providing the incorrect bank account information uh or and opening and closing and not keeping uh, uh your accounts open consistently uh that 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 is a red flag when you're constantly opening and closing and opening and closing accounts that is a red flag to everybody i mean i don't have to mention anybody everybody that is a red flag for um so again if you are going to try one of these newer banks or unknown banks don't let it be your main account let it be a secondary account where you maybe have a business savings or something like that please don't let it be your main account now we talked about where where you can bank at where you should bank at okay let's talk about some of the must-haves so I already talked about like some of the features of your bank account this is a big one your bank account needs to allow for online wire transfers or ach deposits and debits and payments okay ach okay these are wire transfers people people have issues because their banks don't allow for this so again this allows you to get your money fast right they're not having to send it through snail mail you get it like same day next day or in a couple days instead of having to wait weeks and months that is the benefit of wire transfers and most funders that i know they even grantors they require this okay when you're talking about larger sums of money that are, are uh, typically asked for requested by small business owners that that is what you're going to need okay uh, um also you want to make sure that your bank account allows for large large or larger deposits like what is the maximum uh, deposits that they will allow this was a big issue again with the relief programs because again many of you all have personal accounts trying to get fifty thousand hundred thousand dollars and they're like wait a minute first of all that's a small business program you don't even have a small business account and guess what they shut the bank accounts down what happened The, the the sba sent the money the bank closed the account down and sent the money back so now you're in limbo and not getting the money this happens so many times or they had a business bank account and they did not check to make sure that there was that that account accepted larger amounts of funds whatever bank account it is or that and that you're at least at notifying your bank in advance that you are anticipating large funds to come through because if you if you regularly have, you know, $100, you know, $1,000 here, $1,000, maybe $5,000 here, and out of the blue, and never in life have you ever had a $20,000 deposit, and now you have one coming in from the SBA, that is a red flag. So you want, in any instance, if you're making a large purchase or expecting a large deposit, you want to notify your bank and let them ask them is there going to be any issues with this so let me tell you a, a quick story so um, one of the ladies that had contacted me she was due a, a lot of money for an SBA loans she got it uh, the bank rejected it they went uh, she her account got closed down they sent the money back she reopened an account and had the SBA, uh sent, The SBA sent more money, but the bank capped it. So she was requesting—I think it was around four hundred thousand—that the SBA was sending her. That's a lot of money. You're talking about near half a million dollars. And what the bank said, and I believe this was Chase, they would only transfer fifty thousand. So she didn't know what to do. She she was like, "Do I accept the fifty? I don't want to." She you know they didn't want to seem fraudulent or this or that so she had it sent back and now she don't have any money because i don't know why they decided she couldn't have she couldn't transfer more than 50 but as a business letting them know in advance look i applied for an sba loan is going to be is expected to be in this amount is there are there going to be any issues with that deposit or is that over a certain allowable uh, amount to come into my bank account And you want to do this in advance before you start applying for programs, right? Let them know you're going to be applying for loans as a business or lines of credit or, you know, grants and things like this, uh, that there's a potential for these large transactions to come, uh, that that will come through. And can they accommodate that? And if the account that you currently have does not, then what account do you need that would accommodate your needs? So that's what, that's what you want to ask. That's what you want to find out and make sure that you have, again, the appropriate bank accounts. Um, And then you want to make sure that your bank can link to other... It allows for banking linking, okay? Or bank connectivity, bank transfers, which I mentioned before. So if you're applying for a loan like or a line of credit, right? And you get approved, and you want the money quickly right you want it like today or next day or the next few days how do they do it by wire transfer into your bank account so i there's been people that have had issues with you linking their account they're afraid that it's going to be fraudulent or people having access to their account and this and that please understand that this process in 2022 is a Standard process of bank linking into your account, they're not taking over your account or anything like that. They're really looking into your account, okay? For what for really three reasons. First is what they use in addition to your bank statements, right? To verify your business income, right? Your business revenue. They don't just go based on what you say. So when you submit one of these applications, right. And it comes back and you're excited. It says pre-approved. Pre-approval is different than approved. Pre-approval just means that based on the information you provided, they're relying on the information that you give, that you provide, that it is truthful and accurate, right? But they don't rely on that alone. They rely on that to give you pre-approval to say, okay, based on the information you gave us, this is what you qualify for. Then the next step is for you to actually link your bank accounts so that they can actually verify your banking activity to see if what you said when you are generating twenty thousand dollars a month in revenue if you're actually generating twenty five twenty thousand dollars in revenue and what else is going on with your accounts that we'll will go um uh, will go through uh, but those are things that they're verifying and then once you get paid so you're going to get your money quickly but once they issue you the funds there are payback terms right so you signed up for a payback terms if it is a loan or um an advance or a line of credit so whether it's daily weekly monthly or whatever the payback terms are there they need to be able to get their money back how do they do it online So those payments are are taken out of your account, right? To pay back the loan or the line of credit or whatever it is that that lending vehicle that you have uh, agreed to pay back. They need to get their money back, okay? So verification, so you get quick verification, so you get paid and so that they get their money back. They need to do that so i know some people turn down funny funding because they don't want to link their bank account because again they're not used to uh i guess new technology uh but this is the way banks do it if you want your money fast this is the fastest way to get it done okay and they're not just looking and uh, again like i know one of our um one of our funders everything is online you don't submit bank statements or anything like within five seconds or five minutes they can they can tell you if you're approved and have money in your account in five minutes that's how quick it is right so know that this is standard procedure this is a standard way um of doing it uh know that also if you check with your bank online right or call your bank there are like security features, and there is a feature where you allow third-party apps. If you don't allow the third-party apps, then that will cause problems with your bank linking. Okay. So I found this out like from my bookkeeper because my bank kept unlinking from QuickBooks. It was really getting on my nerves. I'm like, why is it keep unlinking? It was doing that before with the other. Um, Another uh, tool I was using and she brought it to my attention about these needing to turn on uh, this, this option to allow third party tools. So if you don't, if your account does not allow that, then what may happen is you may not be able, the security of your bank will not allow you to do the linking that will allow enable you to get the funding you need so we've had that as well where people go to get funding they want to link their bank account and says well well we cannot link and it's not on our end it's on your bank's end now i do know chase has a high security feature so if you bank with Chase, you definitely want to reach out to them and find out what you need to do and let them know you plan on doing some wire transfers or, or applying for loans or whatever that is there it is it's set up or it w- to a uh, link plaid and i'll be talking about plaid in just a second okay so plaid you will see uh, often is for bank linking so plaid helps companies build fintech solutions by making it easy safe and reliable for people to connect their financial data to apps and services So I see this regularly in things that I'm applying for or signing up for that I have to link through Plaid, even with QuickBooks. Plaid is the the linking tool to allow everything to speak to each other, to link together. Okay. Now, is it safe? Yes. So it uses some of advanced technologies and encryption methods available to safely connect your bank account to outside organizations okay so if you this is the first time you're hearing plaid you probably see it uh, in the upcoming future and if you have applied for like any of our funding you definitely have seen uh seen it because that's what allows them to be able to link into your account and be able to verify the information okay so another thing i wanted to speak on is average daily balances people don't consider this enough. What is your average daily balance? So this is the total amount of your daily balance in your account divided by the number of days of the month. That is your average daily balance. So you want to check into that and know what that is. That is a factor when you are applying for, again, any type of lending products, they're looking at your average daily balance. So people will apply, okay, again, let's say you're making $10,000 a month. You're like, well, I meet all the criteria, Uh, but your average daily balance is totally different. That makes a difference. There are a number of factors that go in when, you know, underwriters are looking at your your information to determine if one, they're going to fund you and if two, uh, two, for how much they're going to fund you right because we're not in the business and they're not in the business of funding you more than what you can afford in your business it's just like buying a house you know how when you are looking for a house that's on the market and they tell you how much that you can afford because they base it on a certain calculation and then you're looking at well that's that's based on my gross, but my net is totally different once they take out taxes and expenses and health care and all this kind of stuff your gross looks totally different from your net. And so what you can afford really uh is is much less than if they were basing it on your gross, okay? So what you can afford may be less than if they just based it on your gross revenue coming into your business because they're factoring in not just revenue, they're tra- they're factoring in all the other transactional activities including expenses other loan products you have, um, a grant pro- grants that you have in your account, they're factoring all of those different things uh, in as well. So that that's very important. They also look at how long your account has been open. I've seen business owners have a problem with this as well. Again, you're opening an account today, closing it tomorrow. The next day you're opening another account, then you're closing it, then you're opening another one, then you're closing it again all of that is a red flag what the expectation is is that you are building a bank history okay and so most lenders are looking for at least three months of transactional history to determine if they if they are going to fund you or not right so if you just open up and i've had this happen Right? Maybe somebody had identity theft or something happened, they had insufficient funds or whatever, and their account got closed. And so they opened up a new one, and they're trying to apply for funding under the new account that has no history of their business. How, how do they know if you're not a fly-by-night business that you just open up this account to get funding, and the next day you're going to close it and run off with the money and not pay it back? Believe me, things like that happen. So they, they are mitigating their risk by making sure you have at least three months of transactional history so that they, they know what you are doing in your business. So please know that that is, a, that is an expectation. Expect that they will request between three and six months of bank statements. Okay, so they may ask you to submit online, right? Your bank statements upload them online. And when they're asking you to upload them, you need to have all of them. And if it's near the end of the month and you haven't had the latest month statement, you want to wait till you get the latest month statement and before you apply. If, if it's after mid-month, I would say wait till you have your, like this, we're in July, right? So if you are thinking about applying, if you apply like at the end of the month, uh, then you want to, or early in August, then you want to wait for that July bank statement to uh generate so that you can provide that right many of our funders what happens is that they will hold your application they will let you know they need that statement uh, because you need to make sure you're uploading all statements don't just upload one they will tell you exactly what they're asking for they will tell you if they need the last three months they will tell you if they need the last six months of bank statements and you need to have all of them it's not an option Whatever they're asking for, you need to provide every single bank statement so that they can do their verification to determine your qualifications, right? There's also a minimum number of transactions as well, right? So, and that varies across the board, but I know uh, for us, it's around four transactions a month. So you need to be having four transactions where revenue is coming into your bank account. It can't just be one. So for some of you all that maybe you and maybe have one contract every month or you're a freelancer, I would try to renegotiate that, your contracts and your agreements so that you're being paid more regularly, right? Or pick up more work. You, You need to have at least four transactions that is revenue coming into your business bank account every month. And again, that may vary by lender that is looking at your your business bank account okay and so they're also looking at uh any transfers that's not counted when they're considering your if you're going they're going to fund you now, not they're looking at your revenues so don't lump that in with the loan that you already have <clears throat> that's factored in right so if you already have several loan positions that's going to hinder you as well they can see that on your bank account if you have a loan right if you have a line of credit or an advance that you already have that's again uh, can be a risk to them and they need to decide you know can you afford funding If you after you already have been funded and paying that back right and what amount are you already paying back and doesn't make sense in the in the full scope of things to offer you funding So it may be that the answer is no. And it may be that the answer is yes, but it's at a lower amount because again, you're still thinking, oh, I make $20,000 a month, but you haven't factored in monies that you transferred in monies, you transferred out loans that you already have lines of credits that you already have advances you already have or grants. Uh, So you have not factored in any of that. They're looking at real revenue. Grants is not revenue. A loans is not revenue to your business, okay. So just know that they're also looking at NSF's. Okay, so what are NSF's? NSF fees, charges to your account. So these are non-sufficient funds, and in, ter- in the term used when a holder of a checking account is overdrawn. Okay, so many of us are familiar with that. If, if you've ever been overdrawn on your account meaning that there's not enough money in the account to pay the check written against it, right? The bank returns the bounce check to the account holder and charges a return check charge or a non-sufficient funds fee, okay? So know that your balance, these these things uh, affect whether or not you're gonna be funded. And usually they have a set criteria or limit on the amount of non-sufficient fees Right, uh, or transactions that you have on your account, and it depends on the funder. Some may say, Okay, we don't want to take a risk because this person uh you know has more than three or more than four on their account. Okay, so again, that's a risk to the lender that is making the decision if they want to take the risk and lend to you. If you can if you are not paying your bills and you have already shown a history that you, you are going into the negative. That does not look good when you're trying to put in an app, put in an application at all. And so I've seen, uh, I've seen business owners apply for funding and they get denied again, thinking, okay, I'm making this 20,000. They didn't factor in the fact that when they applied, they had a zero balance. If you apply for any loan, any product, and you have a zero balance, you're going to get denied. And they didn't account for the fact that, oh, I'm applying for this funding, but my account is negative. It's overdrawn. And it's been overdrawn for a few months now. I mean, just think about it. Will you loan a, a person or a business money you? If their account was overdrawn, do you think that they would be able to pay that money back, uh, if, in an efficient manner? Right. So they look at those types of things. Yes, they do. And we've had, uh, and I've learned this by asking questions, vetting out business owners that come to me looking for to apply for funding, and or they get denied. I'm like I don't know, was I was denied? Then I go through these questions. You know, what was your balance? Oh, it was zero or it was nothing in the account. Like, oh, that's why, right? So again, it's not just based on how much revenue you have in your account. If your balance is zero or you're in the negative, right? Or if you have money and you just have so many uh, insufficient uh, fund charges, that means what that shows them is that you are not a good steward over your money, that you are struggling to manage your cash flow. And one thing about uh, lenders is that, especially non-traditional lenders, is that they look less uh, 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 on your credit uh, score. That has less weight than your actual business performance. So if you're performing well in your business financially, they're likely to, give, to fund you and to give you a lot of money to help you meet your goals or to grow your business or expand or whatever it is that you want to do but know that these are the many factors that they're looking at evaluating uh to determine if they're going to fund you or not okay so i talked about zero balances and negative balances so the last thing that i'm going to mention and this is equally as important and we're seeing more and more of this is bank fraud okay So let me just break it down what this is. Bank fraud is is the use of potentially illegal means to obtain money, assets, or other property owned or held by a financial institution or to obtain money from depositors by fraudulently posting as a bank or other financial institution. In, In many instances, bank fraud is a criminal offense. Okay, so what we have seen is that businesses will apply okay and they don't meet the qualifications so it says you need to have at least ten thousand dollars right in order to minimum in order to uh, meet the the qualifications okay and again they're looking at your last three months and not last year it's always your last three four months or last three to six months not last year they don't care about what you did last year they want to know what you're doing financially now in your business and then what happens is i didn't even know that this was a thing or po- possible is that people then the business owner goes and edits their bank statements as if the underwriters are not going to know that you edited your bank statements they have they have high-tech technology and really skilled individuals as underwriters that's examining bank statements. And believe me, they can tell when you are forging bank statements. So if you modify your bank statement uh, to to say, read that you made more than you actually did, they will find that out. You will be denied, but you will also be blackballed in the financial industry. So many people are wondering, like, why can't I get any money, I meet mean, the qualifications. I've been in business at least four months. I'm meeting my revenue goals, my credit is this, but you committed fraud somewhere at some time, and you are forever blackballed. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, again, it, it again th- that can result in criminal uh penalties. So you know it is what it is there's no way around that so but to avoid it just don't do it don't do it and i'm we're seeing it more and more and there's there's no reason to do that you know understand what it is you're applying for what the requirements are ahead of time before you actually have the need so so many people wait till they actually have the need or in a crisis to actually do the research find out what the options are available apply for it when they apply for it right ahead of time especially if it's a line of credit uh or a grant but you're you're waiting till it's an urgent need and and now you're not ready you're not you're not able to even meet the requirements to qualify for any of the, the bank uh, any of the funding or the opportunities right so again know that this is an opportunity for you as a business to get access to more um contracts more alone uh, more capital investments even when you're thinking about angel investors venture capital investments they're looking for your bank statements they're looking for your financial records and i've been saying this through the last two and a half years like sometimes i don't know if, if business owners entrepreneurs understand there you can't expect to have you know a lack of transparency in your business you want to hide and duck the government right? When it comes to paying taxes and fees and all these types of things, but when it benefits, you are uh, now their programs available. You want to go after them, but because you did not do the work up front Now you can't qualify for them Because in reality it doesn't even look like you have a business because you're not no banking transactions are going through your bank account And it's not in your business account in your personal and I know For sure, the grants that are out here right now for businesses, 99.9% of them have a requirement that you must have a business bank account in order to even qualify, be eligible to apply. You have to have a business bank account. And so many people continue to forfeit grants because they simply refuse to go get a business bank account. I mean, I'm trying to, I can't even wrap my my head around it. Uh, These are things I'm still seeing today when, you know, opportunities are, they're not lessening. There's more and more opportunities becoming available for small business. And the bottom line is that there are just so many businesses just not ready. And it's time for us to get ready and stop leaving money on the table. And one of the biggest things, moves you can make, boss moves, is to become bankable. So so you want to implement these steps that I just shared today and make sure that you are operating as a business so that not only you, but anyone that you may want to work with or have an opportunity through that they can tell as well. And again, a big part of that is examining your business bank accounts and your business statements and i never get flustered i mean it's so easy i mean i just go to my uh, my online account i log in i click the button it gives all a drop down of all my statements i say okay which one they need okay and then i just i just select it and download select download and then upload it and then i have them in my different files for whatever i'm applying for so that i know you know what statements i provided them i can always look back and see you know what Again, it's part of keeping records and documentations, right? So if ever, something ever happened or they say, okay, I'm missing this. or And that happened, right? Some, I give them two statements. And sometimes they'll say, well, I didn't get this statement or that statement. And so I can go look back. Oh, yeah, here it is. I want to make sure that you have the correct thing or all of the bank statements that are needed. And that goes back to saying, like, if you have two accounts that you're running out of, you want to provide both. Because you need to be able to show the entire amount that you are making, amounts that you are making in your business, okay? So, I'm just looking to see uh, any questions. Someone asked here about videos on veterans. Uh, So, I talk about all businesses. All this applies to every single type of business, no matter what type of business, woman-owned, if you're a male business, small business, if you're a startup, if you've been in business 20 years... If you're a veteran, if you're disabled, all of these things apply to all of these categories of businesses. Okay. And reach out to your veterans, uh, your veterans agency. They have a whole uh, they have a whole department to help entrepreneurs. Okay, so I see you all out there. I'm just looking for any particular questions. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you also so much for tuning in. I hope this has been helpful for you i see a lot of different industries in here um we work with all types of industries we funded all types of businesses trucking you know logistics home health child care consultants i mean you name it restaurants uh tax businesses you know and this is really important for seasonal businesses we get a lot of tax businesses Um, that get declined because they're applying in off-season instead of applying uh, in their peak season. And you want to apply in your peak season. Especially, you know, try to secure a line of credit. Um, So, uh, Kay is saying she's trying to open up a business due to, uh, do you know who I can contact to get help with funding? Well, we're the funding experts. So, you can reach out to us on anywhere on social media or send us an email. Hello at shebosstalk.com. Uh, someone is asking, should they get Chase? I would just say research it. I'm not gonna tell you which ones to get or not. Um, you know, I would research it. I told you some of the issues some of my um some of our businesses are having with Chase, and I think it's just because of security. it's great that they have security. You just wanna make sure that they you know all the features you need are turned on so that when you apply it doesn't become an issue but i I know a lot of people i know a lot of people have chase but i will leave the research up to you uh to determine if that is going to be your choice yeah so i see a lot of people out here uh, need funding need funding need funding get your bank accounts set up correctly and start showing activity in your business right you can't and you can't like right now like say in two and a half years later in covid that you're not making any money in your business that's just like not acceptable because the expectation is that you would have pivoted in your business and you're making money there's some money coming into your bank account that's why even more and more grants they're asking for your bank information right they want banking tax records they want to see you know what are you actually doing in your business and they ask you are you still open and what tells if you're open or not is are you active in your business um someone is asking do you need a dba no i i have one but you you don't need a dba you need to be registered in your state with articles of incorporation Okay, and then you need to ask your bank what it is that they want, or what it is it that they need for you to open up an account there. Uh, that that will you know tell you. A shout out to Brenda Pittman. She's one of our YouTube tribe members. She's saying my issue is they want to use my personal credit for these products instead of using my EIN. She has a catering business. Okay, so that goes back to some of my other videos where I talk about build, building a credit for, profile. As a business, you have to build a credit profile, right? Uh, for them for them to start using business credit and not relying on your personal credit. You can't just come in out the gate and, uh, and then think that that is going to happen like that. And you're a new business. You have to establish a credit profile. Getting loans and lines of credit and things like this will help build that credit profile for you. But even us as a new business, like when I got my first line of credit, I got it. Uh, but it was a lower amount because I was new simply because I'm new and new businesses are risky businesses. Why? Because a great percentage go out of business in the first five years. I mean, that's known. there's so many businesses don't make it in the past their first year. So there's many people not willing to take a risk or company not willing to take a risk on new startup businesses for that reason. Right? So I would say continue to build a, a credit profile. And part of that is having a business bank account uh, and not operating out of a, a personal account, right? So continue to build that and you'll be able to do that. You're able to open up different like accounts, net 30 accounts uh, in with your EIN. That will help you establish the, the credit that you need or the credit profile. Hello, hello, hello. Also, uh, credit unions. Um, Someone mentioned credit unions. I have a credit union. They're not my main account, right? So again, if you want to go through your credit union, make sure they have all the features uh, that I listed here in this video, okay? And maybe that's your secondary account. It just depends on the credit union. Some are better than others. Some are more advanced than others. Um, it, It just depends on the credit union. Uh, so some people are giving some good uh, some examples of banks here. Um, but again, I would do do your own research, make sure they fit the criterias that I mentioned here. So I'll leave that up for you all to do. Uh, someone is asking I've been hired as an employee uh, what my LLC offers. I'm paid personally, not my LLC and taxes do I deposit? if you're hired that doesn't make sense to me um if you're hired as an employee then you're an employee you're not a business so you need to you need to confirm if you if you were hired as an employee meaning you're on the company's payroll and they're paying payroll taxes for you right uh or if you are or if you are a contractor which means that they are responsible to issue you a 1099 tax form. So you pay your own taxes. Uh, so you need to confirm that, right? Otherwise you're an employee. Uh, but if you're doing, if you're doing, you know, 1099 work, contracting work, you should be doing it under your business and let them know, right. You would like this to be under your your business. That's the only way to count. I mean, even with (coughs) our new funding that we offer, We allow, you're allowed to have a personal account and we will fund you. But you're funded much less, right, than you would if you have a business account, right? And then because everything is commingled, uh, but they have the technology to know what is W-2 employee income and what is a revenue from your business, right? They can tell what's transferred money from your savings into your checking and what's business revenue. And so, again, people are not mindful of this. You just think, okay, I have this money coming in, but look at your entire bank. And many of you don't even monitor. So let me kind of close out with the fact that you need to have eyes on your money. You need to be looking at your bank account every single day. Many of you all have never even looked at your bank account. And if you can say today you have never looked at your bank account, that's a huge problem okay so how you know what's happening how do you know if any um you know any uh, you know unnecessary charges or some or someone charged something inappropriately you don't have any information on your business because you're not keeping up to date every part of my daily routine is to check my bank accounts what is happening in my bank accounts when money is coming in moving money from my making sure i move my money from my paypal account and move money is moving in from my Stripe accounts, whatever accounts I have that move. These this money is being moved into my bank account, right? Uh, and is it captured? Is it the right amount, right? Are there any? You know, what am I what what am I paying out? What what is that looking like, right? So I look at these things every single day, every single day. Uh, so Brenda is also saying she has three trade accounts now uh, Someone else has little to no money in business bank account. We got to change that Okay, so you can go look at um, other videos. We're providing even more We have classes and products on how to make more money in your business So uh, that just it saddens me to hear over and over and over again that people have little money coming into your business account when literally today there's no reason why you can't be making massive income in your business. And I'm talking about six figures in your business and we are teaching you how. So I would recommend that you all get plugged in, go visit our website, visit us on social media, find out what we're doing, right? The information we share, go check out our other videos on, we tell you how to move past COVID and make money in your business. Even if that means shifting, pivoting your business. Ch- starting over, changing your business model altogether. But with no money, it is near impossible for you to get any type of funding without collateral, meaning you have to put up some type of asset to secure that debt, that loan, right? That you're wanting to take. If you don't have any money, then you need to have some asset that you can secure as collateral for that loan product, okay? So again, hope this has been helpful. It's a Monday. Go after your goals. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to stay safe and good health. I'll see you all later this week for another video. Have a great day.